All right, boys. Which one would you rather? A life full of misery. You got stage three cancer. Okay. AIDS. Stage uh, three cancer and AIDS. Yeah, yeah. You got also, the duble. Also syphilis. Oh, God. Or have to do, or you restart education. You to go back to year one, but all of it is online learning. I mean, we haven't experienced online learning. Bro, I had to I do fucking- I cheated a lot in uni with online learning. <laughs> every, from that. every fucking year, like, you know, in corporate work, you got to restart and you got to do all those fucking trainings. Yes. You yeah. got to do like fucking, what is it? Like 20 hours of fucking corporate governance and I'm not going to inside trade. Like, yeah, motherfucker, this fucking course is the reason why I'm not going to inside trade. Wait, wait. So how are you relating this to online learning? Yeah, what are you talking you about? You get paid doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, I get paid to do it. But it's still fucking shit sitting there doing online. It's just the most unengaging thing. I would like, say the answer is online learning. I'm not going to have AIDS and syphilis. Fuck, I would rather AIDS and syphilis. Not, not straight <laughs> up, bro. Online learning. Plus, I would love to go back in time and start from year one again. Yeah, but no, you're not in uni. You're not, you're not in school with your mates. Yeah, but you're, you're, uh, you, got, you got your brain. Which means yeah. I'm fucking smoking these. Yeah, your months. brain with syphilis and AIDS. No, I'm no, back right to <laughs> Also, like, that comes with you. Let's be real. We all, we all know the reason why Baz would love syphilis and AIDS because oh. it wouldn't affect his dating market. Oh, because at the end of the day, we know Basil is. They've got, uh, they've got drugs for that. Oh, I mean, I guess once you've already got it. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. No. I'm pretty sure, and I haven't checked this out, but maybe we should for content. Okay. I'm pretty sure in Grindr, there is an option to say HIV positive or not. No way. Like there's, there's a number. There's a number you can have. It's like 776. How many T-cells? <laughs> so it's like, it's like 776677. If you, have, if you have that, it means that you have, I think that's herpes. You got genital herpes. But I'm sure there's a number. Like if you just, if you find, like people find a way to put it in their profile, and then like you can use it in Tinder, you can use it in Bumble, like all the normal apps. Okay. And it's a, it's a way of telling people like I've, I've got this. Is blue waffle genital herpes? I think it's something that like year four's made up. I had no, 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 no. It's, well, it's not made up. We all Google imaged it bro in year seven. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I actually ever saw a blue vagina. Yeah, but just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't no, exist. No, but when I there, Google imaged it. Yeah, just like the fucking Alabama Hot Pocket. <laughs> I've never tried it. I'm also, I'm, what is I'm that? thinking, is it real? What is it? It's meant to be when you shit inside a girl's pussy and fuck it. Oh, <laughs> that's an Alabama hot pocket. Yeah. Far yeah. Out. Wait, so when you shit inside <laughs> the pussy, do you have to like open it up so it goes like inside or is yeah. it just smothered on the top? No, of course you got to get a funnel. Your yeah. funnel, yeah. that's the trick. Alabama okay. hot pocket. That's what I would think that that's just like your sister's pussy. I guess maybe only your sister would let you shit inside a pussy. If you start, if you walked up to a first date and they're like, oh, what are you into? And you're like, oh, I'm a bit kinky. And she's like, tell me. Uh-huh. Like, well, I'd like to get this fucking funnel right here. <laughs> <laughs> Fill you up, bitch. What do you guys think about Blum- Blumpkin? Oh, head on I toilet? found out. Yeah, yeah, head on the toilet. I discovered that from um, Harold and Cooper. While taking a shit, right? It's vibes. Yeah, it's while taking a shit. The problem is I can't shit, so I'm just sitting there. Yeah, I may as well just be on a chair. That's, if anything, better. If anything, that's, like, that's an accomplishment. You get an award with it. What do you mean you get a award? You get a Blumkin award. No, but what if I fail? And oh, I don't then shit. Then I'm just that guy that was sitting It would on be funny if him. like in the middle of it, Aaron's just like, you can stop now. I'm not going to yeah, It's not going to happen. What, what would you do if you failed in another way? Like you were like set it up fucking finally going to get my Blumkin wings taken. And then you go to the toilet, take the fucking fattest shit, but you don't get hard. Ooh. Doesn't count. I mean, then you just shit. Didn't yeah. You? you just shit. Yeah, shitting feels pretty good though. So. Yeah, but she's like, you've prepared this whole thing. And now you can't fucking get the job done. I think done. it's the lamest thing in the world to prepare a Blumpkin. <laughs> a Blumpkin is meant to show that you you're, that your girl is a fucking down bitch. She's a freaky bitch and she's down for whatever. And she's just going to walk in, suck your dick and then walk out. And you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? If you're like, all right, babe. So when you start feel, fucking seeing the, the 
smelly air weeps through the <laughs> corners of the toilet. That's when you come in. When you hear the first plop, you're on. <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever shit in front of anyone in general? Yeah. No, really? Yeah, That's just gross, bro. Um, I've, I've, it doesn't count if I like knew it's coming. It's starting to come out and then I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out. Nah, like no, no, that doesn't count. Yeah. I, I I would like to hold myself to a higher level of ethics than to just fucking let one go. Yeah, I'm not playing bla- battle shits. I don't think I've, <laughs> I don't think I've do sat down on a toilet. <laughs> yeah, and like with just a chick at the root. Wait, what? Neither. You've never been in the toilet. Ah, uh, no, I might be chucking a piss, but I'm not just gonna fucking. She's like doing her teeth, and you just pull your pants down, sit yeah, on the toilet, yeah. and start letting it rip. Yeah, no, no, no. Sure. If you, you know, if you're just pissing, but why are you pissing? Different. Why are you sitting down? Ah, uh, you might be on your phone. So what? what? Hold your phone while on that. I know why I sit him down. Why? Man's got an erection. That's no, you can't. Whoa. Fucking you got to bend that shit. Ain't no way that's fucking working with, with wait, how the fuck do you piss sitting down with an erection? It's very like, oh, you can't hear me. Okay, I'll, I'll demonstrate after. Yeah. Oh, yeah, never yeah. Just, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, imagine we, Basil's face is the toilet seat. Go demonstrate. Well, it's like, you, you know when you're really constipated and have to like bend down hard? Mm. Oh, you don't know constipation. Oh, when you're really I, I get what you, you get when I'm trying to get up. So you bend yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. otherwise, how the fuck are you going to piss? I'm a big fan of the bending over while standing up. Yeah. Really? You guys do that? No, fuck that. That's too yeah. risky. The other thing you What's can risky? do- uh, I don't. I don't trust that it's going to go in one steady stream. The yeah, one? but worst, worst case scenario, you're- Fucking housemate step in your piss the next day. Yeah, you know? but I, I'm, I'm a considerate man. Why <laughs> did they slip on and die? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that took a dark Are turn. you a murderer? <laughs> yeah. Technically. It was so funny today. I was in the, I was working from home and we ran out of fucking just normal soap in our bathroom. Me and Aaron share a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baz likes to jerk off alone. Me and Aaron find to do it together. It's fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so I went to grab like just shower soap. And as I'm putting the soap on my hands, dropped it. it fucking just straight slips off hey. and falls on the ground. And I look down and it looks just like see-through nuts on the ground. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's oh. sake. And I have to go grab like some tissues and like wipe it so it's not just this blob of nut. Oh, Which, I see uh-huh. what you, you mean. You probably should just wipe it anyway. Yeah. You should just leave soap on the ground. <laughs> but the clean, fact clean. that it looks like yeah. Yeah, I was just cracking one out of the shower, yeah. missed the toilet bowl yeah. and fucking went on the crowd. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's so <laughs> one, guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, you can leave a surprise. Surprise to me. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, well, that would be the dangerous part. Right, it wouldn't you, be so much that it looks like semen. Soap would be dangerous to slip on. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, how it's many? It's also dangerous that it could be semen. If yeah, you I might have made that up the entire time to cover my tracks. The plot thickens. <laughs> you guys sharing, a, you know, a bathroom and a shower and stuff. If you okay, how many times would the other person have to leave semen on the on the, on the uh, shower floor for you to like speak up about it? I've not felt once in that shower. Okay, but if it happened once, you just saw it on the ground. It could, be, could be could be soap. <laughs> like, make yeah. sure it's fine. Yeah. Could be soap. Yeah. Could be something else. Like nah. okay, I'm not gonna be. There's no mistaking soap for nut. Bro. Yeah. Okay, but you're not Except sure. If it's on the bathroom. You wipe tunnels. it down. All right, no worries. Then it's there the next day. No, 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 no. Two I days. Wipe is it? it down. You wouldn't wipe it down. You'd leave it there. You touch it. Huh? You touch that's your mate's semen? nuts, bro. Yeah, I'm just fucking with my foot. That's what fucking look oh, it up. That's I'm, gross, bro. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not this fucking handy dandy fucking- oh. No, you're using no, your handy you dandy. you are a handy dandy because you're giving them in fucking bathroom truck stops. Yeah, but, but okay. So do you guys not wipe up the nut and then get a pedicure? Or is it like the pedicure first? What do you mean? You're the one who's polishing you know, dicks off for fun. <laughs> that's how you're so comfortable with fucking cum. Touching your mate's semen. Oh, like, yeah. That's the gayest thing there is. I mean, maybe we should stand up, pull down our pants and see if Baz naturally gets on his knees. Because <laughs> it seems I'll, like I'll, that's how he is. Okay, why are people so fucking precious about touching your mate's semen, but then you have no problem holding your mate's baby? Bro, it's kind of like, like if I said like, hey, do you want a piece of cake? 
you'd probably say yes. But if I said, hey, do you want a piece of mixture? You might be like, I don't know, bro. There's no plate. What are you talking about? And you just pour it on the guy's hands. It's weird, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's fully baked. It's been in the oven. It's a piece of mixture. <laughs> the idea do you understand why it's weird if someone said like, oh, bro, can you give me a handful of mixture? <laughs> Which is what you're claiming to want to do right now. That'd be really funny, actually. <laughs> no, okay, okay. I would put it in a different way, all right? If there was a piece of cake on the table, Move it away. Easy peasy. No problem. If there's a piece of batter on the table, move it away. No fucking problem. I'm not precious. Now, it if is there's what it is. tissues with batter all over the tissues just lying on the <laughs> table, are you still picking up? Or are you saying, Aaron? <laughs> it's funny because a, a, like, you know, a cake mixture would have the same dry texture that uh, like on a tissue that semen would. Have you seen those, <laughs> have you seen those videos where like <gasps> towels are so stiff? Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think socks. it only happens usually in socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it only happens in like comedy movies or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But where it's so thick that it could like shatter, <laughs> where it like cracks. Yeah, imagine being able to snap a sock because yeah. there's so much nut in hard. <laughs> My favorite thing that I fucking ever watched. There was this cunt called Andy, uh, Asian Andy. Have you ever heard heard of Asian? Oh, Andy? Asian the other Andy. Yeah, oh, no, Asian no. Andy. Yeah, you know Asian Andy. Like, uh, like Ice Poseidon. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's one of yeah. Ice Poseidon's boys, but he started his own thing and he's really big now. And um, his thing was he would have, he's like very autistic, like speaks very little, very introverted. And he would have text to speech on like really loud on his fucking Bluetooth mm. speaker while walking around. <laughs> he went to the DMV once. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> and these people are like, you donate fucking whatever you want to say and we'll text to speech it. And someone donates... Hi, hi, Andy. This is Dad. Can you please stop coming in your socks and putting them in the wash? It's, it's getting annoying replacing these socks and they're becoming very hard. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Andy. Dad. I mean, just do this. And you would see all the cuts that lining up behind him in the DMV. And just like, what the fuck? Before you know it, he's just got like this empty part of the fucking DMV just sitting there. I saw one which was... It was so bad. Like you felt sorry for the guy because he slipped, but also it's very racist. So you don't feel sorry for the guy. Yeah. But it was a door-to-door salesman dude. He like rocks up, knocks on the door. You, the, the footage is from a ring camera. Yeah. So it's not like he's filming or the other guy's filming. Mm. And so the guy w- walks up and he says like, hey, my name's Dave. I, I'm just from down the street on 14th or something like that, right? He's like, yeah, we're just actually selling electrical uh, electrical supplies uh, to uh, the, and then he says the N-word. He meant to say neighbors. Uh, and it was like a nay with the end of it. You know what I mean? But like, this is to a black dude. And uh, so then he, <laughs> he says the word and he's like, you know, I'm just going around to all the nay, so-and-so. Uh, and then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. And the black dude's like, you're all right, man. And just shuts the door and just walks off. And you see this guy oh. have this existential crisis where he's like walking hand in hand. It's like, what did I do? What did I do? And Jeez. what's funny is I was feeling bad, like shit, that's like, fuck it. Imagine that happens. Yeah. And then I checked the comments and they're like, the word doesn't slip out if you don't say it a lot. And I'm like, there's a lot of validity to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're just slipping it out, if you're oh. going to say nice day, but actually drop the N word, you probably say it a bunch. Yeah, like, but I mean, I, I do calls a lot, right, for my work. And I say the F word, the F word slips out a lot. The F word? Yeah, like I say fuck a lot. Really? Oh, yeah, I was thinking the other yeah. one. No, in, wait, oh, no, no, no. In what, <laughs> what you like, come on, you fucking. Just, <laughs> in, in what context would you say that word? Because like, uh, like, I, I say fuck so often, just it's like part of my words. Yeah. So I might, so the guy might be like, um, Oh, so the, I had this and this problem. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, I see. And I'll yeah. just keep on going. And, and then sometimes like the guys like actually get more friendly with me. Like, yeah. So, like, yeah, sometimes it does it works break down really that well. barrier. Yeah, I had one of my friends, actually, you know the girl. Um, she said it in an interview. 
she was in a job interview and she was like, she's, she was like, ah, oh, fuck, like this isn't this. And then apparently the guy, like the, the partner that was interviewing her was like hell fucking, like he came in and like started becoming more casual and shit and he, she got the job. No way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it starts with A. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah I, I think yeah. it was her. Wait, I, I think so. No way. Oh, Aaron knows her. Yeah, bro. Aaron knows her. Knows her. <laughs> yeah, no way. Oh shit. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. That's mm. hilarious. If your girl became a bang energy model. Yeah. Would like, would that raise up any red flags or is that okay? I think it's okay. How yeah. much money? Yeah, oh. it's all about the money. 200 bucks a photo? That's pretty fucking good. Take a photo for $200. But it's got bang energy in it. You can take all the photos of me you want. And, and, and she gets like three photos. That's her contract. Here's the thing. No, because that's like most of these girls' job. It's like that and then they do only fat. If it's a side hustle, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah side hustle gives a fuck. It is funny when like- They'll, you know, the video is of their tits and they're slowly pouring bang energy on them as if this is somehow advertising like hy- hydration, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's more just advertising a really sticky bath wash. Well, let me give you a situation, right? So say this is the situation. She does the photos, money in the pocket. Sweet. Yeah. And then you go, you know what? Like these guys reached out to you. There's a big opportunity here. I'm going to I'm gonna be your agent and I'm going to get you some business and we're going to 50-50 it, right? How, now this is your girl, right? Your Why girl, does being an Asian get 50-50? <laughs> your agent. And, uh, anyway, so you're like, okay, I'm gonna find you some more and we'll 50 50 it, right? How fucking, how loose cannon do you go? <laughs> like, if it's if it's like some fucking like nipple stickers, <laughs> but it's like 10 grand and you know, there's like five racks for you, five racks for her. I'm down. Like, like how, I'm just like, what if, it, what if it's dildos, like butt plugs? Oh, now. And you might not have to take a photo with it in it, but she has to take a video with it and like walk, like, she, like how loose do you go with the fucking But you're making money to? off it, yeah? Yeah, you are. It's, but it's not your, your girl. girl anymore. It's your bitch. Yeah, yeah but but, yeah. Now, but like you you don't you're in, a pimp. You've like been with her for a few years. Let's say like you don't want to pimp her out. Like you want to make it like a, a personal are. relationship. But you are by saying like, oh yeah, get this fucking fidget spinner butt plug. We'll put it in, give it two spins, and then that's ten grand. <laughs> yeah, you're I mean, pimping her out. What do you think about blue chew? I think blue chew is fine. Yeah, chicks don't be doing blue chew ads. I know Laura, Laura Rhodes does it. Does she? Mia Mia Cleef? Oh, not Mia Cleef. Uh, what's the other Riley? Name? Riley, Riley Reed. Reed. Yeah, you mainly see blokes doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were the sponsor of like an ED commercial, but your face is like plastered. It. <laughs> <laughs> it just poses everywhere, saying like, "Can you not get? Can you not please a woman?" Well, with honestly, I, I wouldn't mind it. I think it'd be kind of funny. Oh, I yeah, I, I think it's fine. Like, bro, fucking Big Mike did it. Um, no, but they're doing ads. They're saying, if you want to fuck your bitch out harder than ever, they're yeah. not saying like, I couldn't get it up. So I had blue chew. I also don't think it's that bad if you can't get it up. Like that's, that's a lot of guys can't get it up. Exhibit it, A. It is, it is. So, like, well, honestly. Not Exhibit A, Aaron. There's I have a, a lot few, of trouble, bro. A few girls be coming and going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when alcohol comes- And they be I, coming. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying like, like it's, not, it's not a huge deal. Like if it happens, all right, it is what it is. It happens no, but, to a lot of guys. But erectile dysfunction, I don't think is your dick not getting it up because you've had a bit of alcohol or you're a bit nervous. It's the consistency. It's like- you can never get it up unless you fucking are jerking off three yeah. hours. Yeah, like 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 the sixty year olds. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just don't have the blood, no blood flow. Flow, yeah. What's funnier, and I think it was either in Friends or Seinfeld or maybe both. It was either Joey or Kramer was the person, but they were like the face for a herpes medication. Yeah, it was Joey. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And there was just in the subway, like a guy like smiling or something <laughs> like that, and it was like herplex. Yeah, and <laughs> he would like he went and saw it or something, and he smiled at the girl, and the girl looked at him, looked at the poster, and was like. 
Uh, that would be bad. I remember dude, just speaking about erectile dysfunction. Dude, the first time I tried to lose my virginity, I couldn't get up and full on looked up. I was convinced I had erectile dysfunction. Oh, no way. I was yeah, stressing yeah. the oh, no. fuck out. Fair enough, bro. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I think it's because most people expect that they're going to come in two minutes the first time, but then that usually doesn't happen with guys. I expected to uh, get it up the first time. That <laughs> 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 didn't happen. Oh, it is man. funny that as a guy, your first time, you're terrified you're going to nut in like a minute. Yeah. yeah and then bro. it's like, you're just going for ages and you're like, fucking hell, can I come already? What's yeah. going on? It's because you're wearing condom. Well, this is yeah. the thing, man. Yeah. I was, I was thinking stuff. like, when you when you want to train yourself to like get a girl so that you can if you lose your virginity right I feel like the best way to do that is to have someone who's gonna like talk shit to you when you're when you're like you know because you want a girl that's gonna you know bark back at you so that you have what? that training you need Wait, to be what? used to getting rejected and like I think I know a way you could do it how would you do that well who <laughs> and the penny dropped <laughs> well uh if anyone has discord i don't know if you guys have heard about it but it's great fucking online software i've never heard of it but also discord well, what's discord <laughs> anyway so discord with discord you can actually click links and sometimes those links lead you to manscaped now with manscaped get the lawnmower 4.0 <laughs> no, 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 if we speak it into existence it'll come no, no fuck manscaped i hate that shit now with Bluetooth, guys, yeah, are you no. sick of fucking so, not getting your dick so, up? Emma Butt on Discord. <laughs> what the Discord. fuck is Emma Butt? Emma Butt is one of the fucking funniest Discord bots you can have. If you're in a Discord server with your boys, you should press the link down below to download Emma Butt. She'll give you penis ratings. She'll give you fucking uh, nudes. She doesn't do either of those. But what she does oh, is <laughs> you talk in your, in your Discord and she randomly come in there and talk shit. It's real funny. Uh, it's great for your Discord, but it's a great vibe. It's free. Press the link down below to download Emma. Thanks for Emma for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, Emma. Hey, bro. It's, I was thinking about this fucking situation at work, <laughs> Which and situation? um, and it was kind of fucking. It was kind of like half depressing, half like you know, kind of interesting, right? I didn't do much work today. So this <laughs> no. is this, this the situation, right? Say say you're working, making good money, and you got a wife, she's a stay-at-home wife. Okay. Mm. And, um, you know, all stay-at-home wives, especially like when the kids eventually like leave the home, they go through that depression stage, right? Yes. They need mummy's little helper, like yada, yada, yada. So you got, you're in this situation and your wife finally finds meaning in life. She finds a purpose. She finds a challenge. But she what's that challenge? Baking. Huh? She starts baking. Oh, well, that would be a great fucking challenge. How <laughs> yeah, good? That would be fantastic. <laughs> Not that. Which she one? starts loving fighting people on Facebook. No. <laughs> <laughs> what she do you do? Yeah. What do you do if your wife starts to show early signs of becoming a Karen? I don't think I could have a stay-at-home like wife because of that. Yeah, but let's just go with the situation. Okay. What do you do? Beat her. <laughs> no, you don't beat her. Delete her Facebook account. That's good. But how do you? I would that? fight her back. I would make a bunch of old accounts and just destroy her. <laughs> you really bored at work. So you just fake accounts. Here's the thing. She's not going to keep this fucking like social justice warrior or anti-social justice warrior on Facebook. She's going to bring it into your life. Like yeah. she'll see the new ad for the Little Mermaid or something like that. And she'll be like, fucking them just giving it to black people. And you're like, not over oh, it. dude, I just came over work. And say she, she's not like, there's no social justice here. Like she's just fighting people that like, people have a, an opinion on Facebook. So right, right, she writes a comment and then she just fucking fights them in the comments. And yeah. there's like 30 fucking like view more. There's like 35 of them. It's and very addictive. I used to do it a lot. I know, I know. But like, imagine that's your wife doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know what I would do? This is what I'd do. Right? What so, would you do? So I would, I would find one of those trails, 35 ones, and I find the person she's fighting with, message them. So she's fighting with Bob, right? Yeah. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Um, whereabouts are you based? Oh, I'm based in Australia too. Sweet. I send him, uh, someone finds someone who's in Australia. All right, give me your number. I want to give you a call. Call Bob. You're Bob, right? Bring, 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 bring. Uh, hello, this is Bob. Oh, hi, Bob. Um, it's Basil. We, we talked over, over Facebook. 
Um, you got a moment? Why the fuck are you selling to me? But yes, I have a moment. Yeah, sweet, awesome. I can see um, you've been having a dispute with the with your wife. Um, she's loving it, eh? Um, uh, do, you, do, you, do you do a lot? Uh, yeah, from time to time. Fair enough, man, fair enough. Um, I've got a challenge for you. Okay, do tell. Sweet, sweet. I'm going to pay you $15 for every comment that you do after hers. I want you to keep this fight going non-stop. Is that, is that a challenge you want, you want to take? <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck yeah, man. Send over your bank details and I want to make sure that you are not abusive. Don't be a dick. Okay. But don't let her win. Okay. Exhaust her to the point where she will give the fuck up. And I want you to do it as much as you can. Like your job is to keep her s- strung on this for as long as fucking possible because you're going to give up soon. Basil, I've been listening in the entire yeah. time. <laughs> you don't get Imagine sex that. for a year. Does that, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, but yeah. like it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah no. Who the fuck's giving you that that's, Facebook number? That's what all you need to know. Uh, you're based in Australia, right? I'm going to send you an NDA as well. As part of this, like you cannot, you, like the, like legally, you cannot do it if you break the it NDA. It costs money to create an NDA, yeah, bro. You fuck can't it. just send I've got, I've got money. I've got money. I'm, I'm going to send you an NDA. It costs me money. Cost you nothing. Just don't tell anyone about this arrangement. Hey Bob, who's this dickhead on the phone? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, I'm, I'm calling her in the fucking car. Just I keep call. winding him up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Peace. Done. I now, reckon you could fuck his wife, Bob. Now, answer the reason why I do this. I feel like the only way you can get out of being a Karen is to fucking go through the experience and come out of it yourself. No, because I reckon they'll just get more salty exactly. and they want to fight more people. I don't think so. People, I, I when think, they're pushed in the corner, they don't change. They no, no, they don't, get into their well, fucking why, shell more. That's why you don't tell them, like, this is stupid. Stop doing it. Because they'll be like, no, 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 no. Like, I need to win this fight. Like, they'll just, they'll like have it a guilty pleasure. Like, they'll be, you'll have dinner with your wife. She'll sneak off to the bathroom, bro. She's texting, the, she's fucking commenting on Facebook, like, trying to win the fight. Yeah, man, this sounds like a great marriage. <laughs> what, I, what I reckon you do, bro, is you you get it like to the point where she goes like fuck this like there's no point in this like where the fuck is it like I've, I'm on 250 messages and I'm out fucking three grand whatever but like you fucking you just smash them through it where they just give up and they do go you know fuck this do? shit well, yeah, if I was Bob I would then call up uh fucking Melinda or whoever Basil's with and I'll be like yo look this is Bob I know you hate me but your husband did this fucking retard shit. He's saying he's going to pay me $15. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's keep it churning and I'll split the property. But she's got, she's got all the money too. She, she doesn't, doesn't. She, don't, she don't need a split. No, she, she doesn't. Got, she doesn't even have an apartment. No, no. She, she has to live on the street and hope <laughs> that you let her stay at your uh, place. Nah, if she's, if she's staying at home, then she got all the money. That's, I think you had way too much time at work today yes, way to too think much time. through that, that whole scenario. It's, it's quite possibly the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Why is that the dumbest it's thing It's quite possibly heard. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because you're expecting someone from uh, who is a Karen to have logic on their side. And they don't. So they're not going to see the 250 and think like, what am I doing with their life? They're going to see the 250 and say, I've almost got him. 250? The 250 messages. They're going to say, by three, by 300, I'll have him. I'll yeah. love this debate. And it'll get to 300 and say, I'm I reckon, there. I reckon it's like from some 14-year-olds they're fighting. I don't, yeah. I don't reckon it's another fucking stay-at-home dad. You're also forgetting it. They're not fighting because they're like angry. They're fighting it because they love it. Yeah. They love mm. the drama. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you can't have a stay-at-home wife, bro. Yeah. I, She's I, too bored. She's yeah, thinking of ways to make your day annoying when you come home. Yeah. Well, well I reckon um, aside from that, the next best strategy is to give her something to do. Like, like you, you motivate her to like, I don't know, start a baking business. Or go back to work. Yeah. Um, if Stop she wants being to, a fucking loser at she, home. No, no. If she wants to, be, no, no, no. I don't. I think being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job on earth. It's really not. lame. And we all know it's why, not. Why we all it know not? it's not because it doesn't take that much time. What do you like? Mean? For instance, okay, ra- uh, rabbits. If you leave them on their own, will chew up your carpet and fucking destroy your apartment. Babies, if you leave them on their own, will kill themselves. Both of which unideal situations. <laughs> which means when you have a baby or a rabbit, you kind of got to know where it is at all times. Otherwise, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. True. 
it's a sack having the rabbit in when you're a little bit drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. And you have to make sure it doesn't chew shit up. But it's not a job. If you had to do it eight hours a day while watching the fucking home, ne- uh, like the cooking channel or the fucking home shopping channel, like you ain't grinding, bro. Yeah, you got to mop a few floors. Until the last kid's in primary school, I think it's very, it's pretty important to have that bond with your mom. Like up, up until you're five. Like I, I think like- well, I you, thought you were saying until like after that as well. Until like the youngest kid is five. So if you have three kids, the first kid could be nine. So she, can she go back to work after that? If she wants to. Like at that stage, like once the kids are at school, that's like, you've got like a full day ahead of you. Like Bro, that's, that's fine. cooked. Like the driver- Taking 15 years the driver, The driver can pick up and, and drop off the kids, you right. know? The driver. But, but like, I, I reckon, yeah, if the, like the oldest kid could be like 15, could be 13, could be nine, could be yeah. whatever. Well, how it depends on how many kids you have and like the interval between them. Ideally, they're all squished in between, right? You want them to be similar age, so there's competition. But yeah. that, bro, that's cooked. If you had two years in between, you're waiting, she's waiting 19 years before she goes back to work. Wait, wait, nine years, you mean? No, if you have three kids, you've got to wait till each one of them is five. Oh, yeah, actually, so, yeah, there's the overlap, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so nine years. Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah, no, so nine years until, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Staying at home for nine years. Because I, I don't want I don't want to be one of those parents that send their kid to childcare when they're two years old. Like, I, 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 I like those are very formative ki- like age, ages. And like, that's when you can develop like daddy issues, mommy issues, like stuff like that. I think you're going to get more daddy issues staying at home and needing daddy. Mm-hmm. Like waiting for daddy to come home every day as opposed to playing with kids. No, You're going to no. have so much social skill being out there. Uh, in childcare? Yeah, 100%. No, because you can have that at, at primary school. Like you don't need to be out, like you so wanna- You don't think daycare or preschool is necessary? I think, okay, if you wanna do it for socialization, that's a great point, I didn't think about that. Like you should have a lot of play dates. Like you should be taking your kids out to the park Where and like the mums, the, the mums all hang out, the kids all hang out. Like it's, it's not like there's no socialization at home. But kids don't just be doing that. A lot of times the kids will do their own thing and then come back to mom and then do their own thing and come back to mom. It's not like- like sometimes you'll have kids that all play together and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of times kids play by themselves together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas sure. in the preschool, it's kind of like you're there. You might as well play with each other. In preschool or in in um in childcare? It's like same thing, bro. What's, yeah. What's I think preschool's fine. Like preschool, what's that? Like four years old? No. Four, Three I, or four? I'm pretty sure preschool, and, like it's the same thing in it. It's just childcare can go later. Yeah. Um, childcare goes like- Yeah, yeah but you, I, I think there's a minimum age. Like you can't go to preschool- Pre yeah. three, I don't think. Yeah, I know. Now, I went at three. The yeah, other, so maybe that's it. the other thing, like when you have two careers, like the, there becomes like, you know, really you want to have it equal, but a lot of the times it it just like like I mean, if you pull up the numbers, it isn't equal. I it's feel very, like it, it makes it so much more equal than one person working and one person exactly. not it, working. It depends. Okay, if you have one person earning one forty and one person earning one fifty, that's very equal. Yeah, no power imbalance. In total, you have around three hundred k. That's a great household income, right? Yeah, especially with the way, the way the tax is spread out. But if you have someone earning 500 and someone earning 70, then it becomes a lot more like, like you know, I get that your career is very important to you and you've got your motivated, you've got your drivers, but like, hey, like let's let's face but the music here. 500 and nothing is even worse. <laughs> it's the same. No, it's no, no. I mean, what's, the, what's really the difference between a 500 and 570? Because she's doing something. She might be, she might not be in a high paying uh, like yeah, but field, she, but she's doing something all day, which means she's not plotting ways to annoy you. When yeah, you're no, 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 I get that. <laughs> you want I, your I chick to have things to do, bro. You don't want to stay at home mom. It's, oh, it's a failed experiment. I would be as happy with my, if I was making 500, let's just say, and you're, and the wife was making 70, I'd be as happy as if she was a charity worker and making zero. 
And I was charity paying, workers make money, bro. Hey, no, 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 but she was, no, no, but she was not not doing. She was oh, volunteering, volunteering, volunteering in places like doing the school PNC, like yeah. do, like doing all these like other stuff, like you know, whatever she's doing volunteering, I'd be as happy with that. Like it, it doesn't, it's not at all about money. It's about like you just doing something with your life. Yeah, but you want consistent work. That's the thing. You don't want the ho- like the housewife shit. Like maybe for the kids. Obviously, we're so far away from our kids. Yeah, fingers crossed that like. Who knows how opinions will change. But my perspective, like my mom was a stay-at-home mom and she looked fucking bored. Mm. Like it was not, it's not an exciting job. It's not a fulfilling job. Like your kids are going to get raised whether or not you're there with them till five anyway. Like yeah. age, time passes. And like, do, do you want that to be your life? Because if you're taking off nine years, that's a fucking hard reset. If she was making 160 before and comes back in nine years, the way tech advances, she might have no idea how to use anything and can't get a job even sticking yeah. that. Yeah, or or she could like actually come back better than what she left off as. How? How? Um, she could be studying like a master's like while being at home. She's like not she's nine years. <laughs> no, 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 just like maybe she could be doing a part time, do it in three or four years. Yeah, but like, master's doesn't time. really guarantee a job. I don't think. Yeah. Like, sure, yeah, I feel but, like maybe it used to, but. It, it, like it's very circumstantial. Like I, I don't think she's going to come back lower than what she left in. I think she'll come oh. at the same, maybe even higher, depending Probably. on depending on how ambitious she is and how high she aims. She could easily come back lower. You think about just how tech changes. Well, she, could, she might do a master's in business, but if she doesn't know how to work any of the systems, mm-hmm. and it's a fucking massive pain in the ass because of that. Nah, systems difficult. are overrated, bro. You have the juniors to that. <laughs> but she would come as a junior. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, she, she could come experience. back. She could come back as a fucking waitress. She could come back as a barber. She, she could come back as anything. Like it's up to her. Like you, yeah, but if she was to come back in the business world, it would be as junior. Yeah, she could be. But if she left as a manager, she could probably come back as senior manager. Like I, I'm on your side in the sense that I, I'm not planning on my girl needing to be rich in order for me to be able to achieve the things I want. I want to be able to just know that I'm good with that no matter what, right? Yeah. But you still want your girl to have a job because otherwise it's literally she's just sitting at home waiting for you to get home. And then if you have a tired day- I mean when the kids are in school? Yeah, but even before that, bro, kids get tired. They have naps and shit. Kids are wanting to play by themselves and stuff. You're, you're not playing with the kids the entire time when they do it. And I think stay-at-home wife shit, like that causes resentment like a motherfucker because you're out doing, if you've got a business conference, but it's like, you know, company's just playing for you or you just don't want to take your wife or whatever. She's resenting you because she's got to look after the kids or whatever. If you're going out for Friday night drinks or Thursday night drinks or like any of those kind of things yeah. and she doesn't have a job, it kind of means like you think to yourself, we've got a babysitter. Her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where So it's like, you would have to be so careful with it, which I do, it doesn't sound like your personality <laughs> to say like, no, 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 I have to be home. Otherwise my wife will be annoyed. Yeah, no, nah, that's not that's not my personality that's at all. That's what I'm saying. But if you're both working, it's like, shit, we actually have to sort something out. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? So you'll have a babysitter on fucking retainer or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's it's a tough situation. It's like, you're fucked either way. Yeah. It kind of feels like. Don't have kids, but you need to have kids. <laughs> but don't have kids. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Girls, fuck. swallow. All right, let's talk about, let's talk about the ultra rich. Okay. What, what, what level of wealth do you need to get to to get there? Uh, what are you on right now? Because that's probably it. That's not the ultra. Yeah. Rich. <laughs> You're no, pretty fucking isn't. wealthy, bro. That's not the ultra. I am no longer the rich one of the podcast. Everyone, so everyone knows it's now Basil. No, no Basil's high cash flow, but you still got a million dollars in stock. He's gonna yeah. replace me in no time, bro. What's yeah, um? What, what would you classify as the ultra rich? Hundred mil. <sighs> See, ultra rich depends on age. I feel. Okay, but like if we were just to remove age from the equation, ultra rich to hundred mil, it'd be way lower, dude. If you were like what a you rapper reckon? in today's age, that's like ten mil, twenty mil net worth. I reckon they're ultra, ultra rich. rich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah can, they I can, can have a lifestyle that like will serve them many times over. Do you, actually do you reckon it's income or do you reckon it's net worth? Um, I think it's net worth. 
It, it depends because net worth is valuable because you can always borrow against it and have that cash flow if you wanted to. Mm. Or you could do the 4% rule, sell off 4% of whatever it is. But also at, like if you're making 250 as a 30 year old, that's good. If you have 250K as a, actually a 30 year old, maybe that's fine. But like if you like your salary is never going to be as high as your net worth, you would think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, like I, I reckon, after um, a certain age. Yeah. I reckon ultra rich is when like you, there's no 4% rule. If you need to think about it, you're not ultra rich. Hmm. Like, there's, there's, like there's no such thing as 4% rule. There's no percent, no What's such thing as cash flow. Like if, like if you need to think about whether you can afford it, you're not ultra rich. Nah, I don't think so. Like, I, like and there's things like, it, tr- don't, don't get me wrong. Like there's no limit to how rich you can get, but I'm talking about like basic things, like basic things going all the way up until like a $200,000 car. Like if you need to think about, can I afford this? And do I need to finance it? You're not ultra rich. There's an bad mindset. Exactly. I, I would say, I would say probably 20 mil. If you've got 20 mil net worth, yeah. That and like that's like free ca- free cash available, and mm. you're not locked up in any sort of debts. Twenty mil, like oh, like you know, ca- liquid liquid. That that's what I would say. Ultra rich. I like, would massively disagree with the sentiment that you don't don't think about it because I would say rappers who bake their first meal, they're tapping the card without thinking. Yeah. And I would say Warren Buffett probably thinks about whether he gets a fucking large sprite or a medium sprite. Like I think the personality of the people who make the most money take out maybe the Saudis who stumbled upon oil. But like the dudes like fucking Amazon guy or fucking uh, Warren, I don't think that they're just throwing cash around like it's nothing. Uh, I think I think Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett are exceptions. I think like those people that are real like frugal. The real, real rich. Yeah, like those <laughs> those people are, are, fr- are very, very rich, don't get me wrong. But I don't think that that's the trait that all ultra rich have in common. I think the, the trait that all ultra rich that made it themselves have in common is like hardworkingness, extremely intelligent, like um, great, you know, career, like uh, very ambitious, like those are the ones they have in common. And some of them are like tech millionaires that just fucking splash the fuck out. Like a, a lot of them splash the fuck out. Sure. And I think the majority of people that have a 20, 30 mil net worth splash the fuck out. It's I not, don't think so. Right? Like, I, you have like old money that fucking, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. Like the money is the money and the lifestyle is separate. I re- listened to this thing a while ago uh, by this thing. It was a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and they were discussing how a lot of old money people are actually very, very conservative with their money because they are trained that they have to keep it yeah, in the course. family. Otherwise, if they just spend it like a fucking rapper, they're going to lose all the family's um. Well, that's old name. money. That's what old money is. It's like yeah, you, can't you said any... they don't have to worry. I would say uh, they are the ultra rich. I would say I'm talking about new money. Because to me, like ultra rich is generation. It's not like you're spending in a lifetime. Mm, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas these, like, so many. What would you players- say, general? Like, if you're making it from zero, so you're self-made, what's what would you count count for you to have generational wealth? Well, how much on you your need- current lifestyle? You know? Uh, yeah. Oh, great quote. Yeah, great. Also, point. generational worth wealth to me means like your kids' kids don't have to work. So, like, if you got given ten mil. That's a fucking crazy amount of money to just be given. But that's not that's not generational. Yeah, like your kids' kids will probably still have to work if you did nothing with your life. But I reckon I reckon twenty mil. You, your kids' kids don't need to work. Yeah, like they, they don't need it. Like they won't have a fucking baller baller lifestyle. They won't have Ferraris when they're sixteen. I reckon they would, dude. Because like four percent rule. If you just continue that, what what is that equal to? So twenty mil, eight hundred k a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For your kids' kids, no, that doesn't work out. Like if, it goes if you up, 4% up. if you have four kids yep. and then they have four kids, then we're talking what? How many is that? Sixteen kids. Sixteen. Eight hundred k divided by sixteen. No, uh, it's, it's suppose, not going to work yeah, out. I suppose. Like, but they like there will be enough. Like, if you divide forty mil, twenty mil by sixteen, like the, everyone's got a couple mil. And, and I think the average spending over a lifetime is two mil. Really? Yeah. I think there's a reason why you don't tend to see the Churchill types, like the them old money. They're like they're discreet with their wealth. 
Yeah. Like you don't see, you don't notice that they're wearing a fucking super expensive jacket. Yeah. Because they're not wearing the most flashy branded out fucking jacket. Yeah. And I think that mentality is what keeps, like, cause they want to, like you're saying, it's not just about keeping the money. It's about keeping your kids, kids, kids lifestyle as well. Being well, the same. What do you guys think about that? Do you want to leave an inheritance here for your kids or like work? Yeah. Like say, say you get, let's just say an even number. Let's say you get to a hundred mil. And you get to that at 45 years old, 45, 50 years old. And now you've stopped working, you're doing charity, philanthropy, stuff like that. Your kids are like 18, 19. Do you want to, like, how much of that do you want to leave to them? And how much of that do you want, like, like do you want to motivate them by giving them very little? Like, what, what do you want to do? I'd give it to them all. Or you would want to give them- That's left over. Give, give the entire hundred Yeah, mil. I'd probably give some to my sister too. Um, yeah, okay. Like, you'll look after your family. Yeah, yeah. I would rather, like, I would rather shower them with, uh, like, options when they're younger, but like- Make it very clear. I, maybe I would even lie and say like, you're not getting a cent. And then on yeah. the deathbed say, here you go, whatever, who knows. But <laughs> I would rather my kids be hustlers and not just be, because I, when you see most fucking Barker guys you meet and Knox boys and all these boys, like some of them are fucking laughs. Yeah. A lot of them are so arrogant over shit that they haven't done. Mm. Do you well, know what I mean? A lot like, of them aren't that rich. Yeah, especially the, the, I think I think remember what was the SMH article that I love fucking talking about? Sixty <laughs> percent of kids in in the North Shore private schools have um have a combined income below one hundred eighty k. Their parents. What about yeah. net worth though? Yeah. Huh? What about net worth? I don't fucking know about net worth. It's like forty grand a, uh, a year for Barker. Yeah, bro. One eighty k is nothing though. It's like, like kids combined though. Like, like no, ninety k. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Combined. Like ninety k, ninety k. They're both making five, six k after tax. Yeah, and in the month. The like they can afford it, but like they're putting it on payment plans. Okay, I don't think they, they can it, afford that. They, maybe they're they're like taking equity out of their house. Yeah, they can put in payment plans. Their grandparents are helping out. Like it, they're, it's they're not like they're living this lifestyle which is fake. Like you're not actually rich. Yeah, but is that the case, or do they come from crazy generational wealth and their income might be low? But they've got fucking bread as fuck at home. I know yeah. someone who did it for um for Kings Kings High School, which is a really expensive school in yeah, Sydney. Yeah. I think like the most expensive. Things like twenty k. I think it's. I think um, yeah, it might actually be the most expensive. Either way, the guy worked with my dad, and he earned less than my dad. But this guy took out a mass. I think it was he took out a second mortgage to send his kid to Kings. He must have gone to that school or something, eh? like a legacy thing. It could be. A lot of people be. believe that like fucking better schools mean better, like your kid's going to be smarter. Which I, I don't think, I don't believe in at all. It's just better network. Yeah, it's all about network. I, I don't think that it even is better network, bro. Yeah, I but really like, disagree. Like, yeah, massively. Like, what, what makes you disagree? Because most people who are successful send their kids to, pri kids to private schools. But are so most people that are successful yeah. go to private schools? When you, I remember on my first day at the company I work for, I didn't meet a single public school person. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. At the at the interview, I didn't meet a single public school person. But what about the role? Um, I'm not sure. We didn't really talk about high the schools. The majority, like, yeah. When I was working at a competitor, like the majority went to uh, public schools. So like, I'm not counting selective. selective as public. Yeah. It's huh? not. I'm not counting selective. Selective and public are not the same thing. But selective schools are public. No, but that's not, not what not we're talking that's about. Not, that's not what it is. Selective schools can be private. Yeah, but can like, like Knox Grammar. No, but just no, no, like, no, like, no, like no, we're not counting that. Sorry, yeah. They're not the same though. Saying like, oh yeah, I slummed out in a public school, like. North Sydney Girls has good facilities. Yeah, um, they're still like, it's like James Roos is the funny one because they've got fucking shit funding. They've got like the worst, I know like two or three people that went to James Roos and they say the funding that like, they, people like think that like, just because you have a high state rank and you get a shit ton of funding. You get more funding, but the funding ain't that much. But like you don't have crazy facilities because it's fucking ranked. They have like third. a farm or something. They are on a farm. It's an agriculture school. Yeah. But it's a farm in the middle of fucking nowhere. And you go, and, and it's like the, the just because you grew up on a farm don't mean that you're going to have sick fucking math facilities. You're just with 
it's actually Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot. I know I very rarely talk about him, but <laughs> he always says like the reason why the people in, in Harvard are making so much money ain't because they fucking went to Harvard. It's because they got into Harvard. And the fact, like, the fact that you got in there means that you're insane level of intelligence, insane level of hardworkingness, and you're going to make a shit ton of money. It's, it's not at all. Like if you look at kids that go to selective schools, it's not because they were in the selective school that they did well. It's because they fucking had the ability to get in. Like it's it's a very low percentage, a low, very low percentage of people that get into those schools. Yeah, but they also have high scaling and everything there because yeah. everyone does well. So yeah, being going into them, they have high scaling. Very beneficial. They, yeah, the scaling is great, but look how hard they fucking work. No, but no yeah, one's sure. denying that they that they wouldn't do well if you chuck them in a fucking public, uh, like a normal public school. Yeah, chuck, chuck that kid that went to North Sydney Girls in the fuck in fucking I don't know fuck nowhere. She's gonna do all right. She's yeah, gonna but, do much better than her peers. But she's not gonna do the same because it's uh, like the competition is elite. And they're, they're coming from families who are very competitive yeah. about grades. And um, think about everyone who went to those schools. They're all so successful now. Yeah. They all know each other. Think about mm. the value in how, the future. How many people do you know in your primary school, your, your high school? Us actually know quite a lot. But how, then you look at your other friends. How many of them do they, do they still know? All North Sydney up? boys and North Sydney girls know each other. Mm-hmm. All North Sydney boys and North Sydney girls know each other. Okay. Even even that's even that being true, I'll, yeah. I'll take that as, as true. How relevant is your friend group going to be? What do you like, mean? How many people do you see that went to the same school as you in, in life? No, but having that network. Ne- yeah, what that's do you mean? what we're talking about. All the network. Yeah, it's literally so a conversation. All I'm saying, like, like you look you can, at, yeah, but you look at the life that you have, you're very rarely going to meet one of the fucking hundred people that went that was in your grade. Bro, I'm networking with people from uni that I met once and I'm potentially yeah, getting a job about, out of it. It's the age of LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I mean- yeah, I, If anything, if you slide in having done one math class with him in year 10, it's yeah. still a familiar face and you can say like, hey man, I can't believe you got into school role, great work or whatever, and then uh, fucking network. Like, you got to remember, nepotism also happens, bro. Oh, nepotism is real, bro. And the people who can Dead afford real. to fucking send their kids to these schools quite often have higher roles. Yeah, no, I, I still don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't we know, know you don't think so. I don't know if that's true, bro. Like that people, I, I think one of the exceptions is Sydney Grammar. Like the people that go to Sydney Grammar tend to be very successful. And I reckon there's a really good networking ability there because it's very selective. It's very, it's like, it's hard to get into as North Sydney boys. These are all very top schools, by the way, yeah. for the people that aren't in Sydney, but it also costs a shit ton of money. So you have rich people that are extremely smart, that are extremely hardworking. And then you have like the combination, it's like the fucking Exodia, all the hands come together. Like you have the fucking, like you have the, the magic combo, but by themselves being a, a, an expensive school, not that smart, not that hardworking. Like, all right, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? But you literally cut out a, a segment of the population. Hmm? You cut out a segment of the population. Yeah, like, which you is people remember, that have money. Primary school is free. Uh, public school is free. Yeah, you don't even need to pay the fucking two hundred yeah. bucks a year or whatever. But I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, you have these three characteristics: school that costs money, school that requires you to be smart and hardworking. Pick like if you're gonna pick some of these ones, I think I would much rather pick the smart and hardworking over the money. Like the money is good. But I'd much rather be hanging out with other people that are smart than other people that are fucking. Yeah, uh, ideally, not city boys, not city girls. Also, I would say, like, for your kids, the selective schools sound fucking terrible. Like, in terms of, like, maybe maybe for education to be fantastic, but in terms of social life, it looks horrible. That's uh, it's so interesting that you say that. So I went to this um this dinner party a while ago. It was mm-hmm. like this girl who was an investment banker. So all her investment banker friends were there. Yeah. They all went to North Sydney boys and girls because they all know each other. <laughs> um, one of them said, "Would you go, if you could send your kids to North Sydney boys or girls, would you do it?" And he was like, "Fuck no!" At the worst time there because there's so much pressure on. There the is kids. a lot of pressure. Yeah, right? 
So what James is saying is like so accurate coming from people who actually went there. It's facts, bro. And you get you get a lot of people that go the opposite way because like the pressure is too much for them and yeah. they become drop kicks. Yeah. They, they reckon they're North Sydney boys and they're fucking drop kicks. Or they're like, like, whoa, how did that yeah, happen? Yeah, like you don't necessarily make money because you fucking are smart. In fact, a lot of times the smartest fields aren't the ones that make money. Yeah. Like you look at fucking scientists and shit like that. Yeah. That shit's techie as fuck. But- no one pays for a scientist. <laughs> yeah, bro. Fucking Elon Musk fucking hates that shit. Hates that about society. Yeah. He's like, there's a massive misallocation of intelligence and finance and law. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, like yeah. <laughs> all these smart cunts go to finance and law when they really should be in science. Like you should be progressing society, not fucking financing deals. Yeah. <laughs> not, 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 drafting, <laughs> not drafting paperwork to yeah. fucking to get this deal to happen. Like, like that's not the right allocation. Like you don't need to be that smart to be in law. Yeah. You need to be very smart to be in science. Yeah. Like why why are people doing this? He's just saying that because he's a science major. No, he's a, he's an engineer. What, what is he? Nah, he's not an engineer. He's not engineer by like uh, degree. Really? Nah, yeah, he's studied science and physics or some shit. Ah, is that, if someone does a physics degree, you know, you're an engineer. Someone does a physics degree and is in the same role as you. Is there like, like do, do either of you think that, that that's like either either one of you are less or more fucking educated? Yeah, physics is way harder. But is it more, like, is, does it fucking matter? Like if someone in my role did art history, I, don't, I literally don't give two fucks. Like it, <laughs> whether, whether it's consulting, whether it's finance, like, like what you studied back then means nothing. Like you can learn this shit, soft skills. No, but it, yeah, but you're not doing a role that's necessarily like full of technical skills you learn at uni, right? Yeah. Whereas like science is so is entirely technical skills. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like no like, soft skills. No, bro. The fucking <laughs> so when you talk to people who did like engineering and science, it's cooked how fucking good they are at the math and all that kind of shit. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, like people look at engineering as a hard degree, and it is a hard degree, but it's not anywhere near the hardest of the hards. Mm. Like you can get through it, especially if you've got a little bit of social skills so you can fucking network with the neeks. But yeah. like- Networking power. Bro, fucking some of these, you speak to some of these people and the shit they got to do is so fucking hard. Physics? Yeah, well, physics and chem especially. Like I'm not trying to be a dick, but biology, I'm not going to count as harder than engineering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Biology is an interesting one because like it really does close a lot of doors. Yeah. Like you, you, I, don't, I don't know if that counts as STEM. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. yeah, no one cares. Guys. Why does it not count? So I didn't do biology in high school. So it's, it's like the study it's the of bullshit life. science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why doesn't it count? Because okay, for example, if you're someone who's like an astrophysicist, yep. your tech by trade you study the star, the stars, and you study the space and all that shit, right? And so like you might be like, okay, that's that's cool, but that's not like that important. Like you know, if you think about like what else you can do, yep. but the skills that they learn to become that they can become an engineer. They can do like robotics, I assume. They so can, what you're saying is there's no transferable skills. Yeah. So if, for example, if you're a marine biologist, yep. once again, that's fucking cool. But like, okay, are you going to be able to help design a car? Are you going to be able to help design a business? Like, are you going to be able to make an algorithm? Like, I, I don't know if any of these skills are in physics, but I assume they are. No, right? you don't fucking write algorithms. Not in the maths. Maybe part. you do math. Well, you do math. Yeah. But you still do math. But the reason why people think fucking bio is bitch, in Australia at least, because like you have biology, chemistry, physics, and then like senior science. Yeah. Senior science, you're not even playing the game. Yeah. yeah. But biology is just out of the big three, last by a mile. Do you know what I mean? Like, So it's still a real thing. It's just- it's just easy. Yeah. So it's like, and people who are doing science subjects aren't usually doing it because they love science. They're doing it for a reason. They're doing it because they want to get into engineering or they want to have good scaling marks or their yeah. parents forced them to do it or something. I did science because I liked it. No. Science is fucking awesome. Loser. Your dad didn't have any. You were trying to do mechatronics. Yeah, but chemistry. And, yeah, that's because I, I was good and I liked science. And I liked chemistry and physics. Like, but you, you look at what you're good at and what you like and then you find something that you want to do that's similar. And that's why I did business. 
I don't remember you fucking getting excited to study physics back in HSC time. It was a lot more exciting than like history to me. That's crazy to me. Like, yeah, even though they both do relatively similar in terms of like the difficulty no, and no, the, no, the no, reward. No. no, physics and chem do way better than, uh, than history. In like terms if, of you do, if you do chemi- chemistry versus ancient history. Chemistry is far higher scaling. Far out. Um, it sucks. Do- I was good at ancient history. <laughs> I wasn't good at fucking physics. Far out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Physics is fun. I would like to. I would like to uh, like do some passion project physics, but I know how difficult it is in side hustle. No, what, what I learned <laughs> is that high school physics they especially make it like that. So like, so there's no maths involved. They teach you the theoretical parts of physics with very basic maths, mm. and then as soon as you go to uni, it's all maths. Yeah, like the only like you can only get to some a certain level without needing a high level of maths. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what you get to in, in high school. And then as soon as fucking uni hits different fucking degree completely yeah. different learning it's about yeah. like yeah like molecular level this and this like there's this this thing they did uh to show something called a superconductor which is where you get this specific type of material and you pour liquid nitrogen on it and it essentially allows uh zero energy loss transfer and you can have this magnet thing hover over it that's pretty like cool. hover in thin air i've seen, it, seen was, that in real life yeah, yeah exactly me too and it's so cool but if you were to try to do that in real life with our skills right now, we could probably get it to work. But we'd just be pouring liquid nitrogen on it until it floated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There'll be no calculation yeah. saying like, oh yeah, the fucking, the electrons will be able to pass through unharmed when we put like 35 mils on. It would just be pouring until, oh cool, it floats. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no techie sides. Yeah. yeah, far out, man. Science is interesting, boys. Science is interesting. Boys? Yeah. I want to end on a tale. Okay. okay. In World War Two, right? The Japs. Yeah. They were fighting. I don't know if you can call them Japs. Aaron, you're half Japanese. I'll allow it. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Anyway, they were were, uh, retreating. Well, not really retreating. They were essentially, they had their backs against the wall, right? And the Japanese back in World War II days, different kind of Japanese to now. They was with a dude who like killed themselves as fucking samurai. Yeah. And they did not believe in retreating. It's like, we'd rather die than retreat. They had their back against a swamp, right? And there was a thousand Japanese soldiers. They entered the swamp to get away from the US and the Aussie forces, right? Yeah. Thousand went in, 20 went out. Whoa. The reason why? Crocodiles. No, no way. way. There were all these crocodiles lying in the swamp because sometimes you'll get crocodiles, like swamps which are just infested with crocodiles. Mm-hmm. Like 40 of them. Like right? in Darwin, bro. Exactly. In Darwin. You see right these footages were. and they're like lying on top of each other. In the yeah, swamp. that's fucked. And these motherfuckers just got mouthed up and uh, crocs have this really interesting like I don't even know how you could describe it, but it's like a clock kind of sound when they smack together. Yeah. Like it's a very distinct sound. Yeah. And apparently the other soldiers were just hearing this sound, sound, sound. No. Like, doom, that's doom, doom. Because you're just walking through waste water with these fucking animals and this is their environment. You just hear death rolls and splashing and shit. Far Only 20 out. fucking get out. Jeez, bro. I wonder if the Aussies like fucking like, you, like, you know the land, right? So they're like, all right, let's it was feed all the code to track or something yeah, like, like that. So it wasn't really. I don't oh, think it wasn't it was in, in Australia. No, I think it was in like Indonesia or something. Oh, okay, okay. My my mindset was like, I wonder if they like fed the crocs like towards the shore, like as ah, a protective. Yeah. <laughs> they did it on purpose. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, hey, let's just put some food around here, like keep the crocs close for the next like year, and then and then like just in case, <laughs> keep, your, keep your friends close, but your crocodiles close. <laughs> so my question is, you, me, Aaron, we're all we're all Japanese as fuck. Yep. Yeah. Right. We were the last ones in the queue to walk into the swamp. So we're just seeing our boys get chomped up, right? Yeah. yeah. But then there are a bunch of Aussies say, oh yeah, they're fucking over there. Yeah. Let's go kill these cunts. Hiroshima yeah. style. 
<laughs> what do we do? Surrender's not an option. We're Surrender's not, not an option. Ooh. No. As an Aussie? No, 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 we're Japs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do we do in this scenario when we're faced with certain death from the Aussies and quite almost certain death like from you the retreat, Crocs? there's Crocs. You go forward, there's Aussies. Yeah. I'm sure it's not that hard to hide. No, no, no. They, it is. I know what to do. What? what? Make a deal. <laughs> Sales. More important <laughs> than maths. I know what you're thinking. Walk up to the Aussies and make a deal. No. Walk up to the crocodiles <laughs> and say, look, buddy, I know we have our differences. Make an arrangement. Go up to them with an open palm, ready to handshake. Yep. Aussies love a fucking handshake, right? You go up to them, you're like, g'day, cunt. Let's, Wait, let's talk. If 20 came out, what happens? <laughs> Just fucking legging it at this point. Like, they're, they're, Imagine they're if they came out and they're like, Wait, where's everyone? Yeah. <laughs> but you, did, you know what's crazy, actually? That day was Mardi Gras, which is why 20 came out. Ah, oh, yeah. just had a dance party. The Crocs yeah. can't fucking kill him because that's homophobic. Exactly, that is a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, that bitch ain't gay. <laughs> How <laughs> fucked is it? When you look into Japan, right? Those motherfuckers were crazy in World War Two, And like yeah. the fact that they're like, kawaii, yeah. J-pop, fucking technology, all that shit. There were literally soldiers scattered throughout Indonesia who didn't know the war ended and continued to fight as if the war was going on for years. There was this one dude who his teammates got fucking killed Right, they ended up scattering like these pamphlets throughout the jungle, and he thought, "Nah, that's American propaganda. That's bullshit." Oh. And he stayed fighting. You know, the Indonesian militias would come up and be like, "Yo, dude, stop!" And he'd fucking shoot them. <laughs> Get away, you can't. <laughs> and this motherfucker, it took years, like forty years, for him to realize that World War Two was over and come home. Jeez. <laughs> and he's just living in the jungle like a madman. <laughs> it's from a great book. Oh, so right. I love giving a fuck. Yeah, that's from. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, it is yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. there you go. There you go. I was thinking I heard it from TikTok. But no, no, it yeah. is from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking sick, man. How fucking nuts is that? Know, it's awesome. a crazy story. He did not give a fuck. Yeah, he, he came back. Uh, he went back to Japan, and of course, it was so different when he got back. He fucking got so depressed. He was on TV and stuff because this guy he found. He was in the jungle for fucking forty years. Forty back. years. Yeah, forty twenty whatever. He came back. Fuck. He was completely depressed because just life wasn't what he knew it as. Like they didn't have the same values in Japan that they yeah. did back then. You got to remember, like Japan, the Rising Sun days of the Japan. Uh, they were like they went from nothing, we are the best nothing, that kind yeah. of shit, and they were still you know we are the best. Like Japan is very proud of Japanese heritage and culture and shit, but they were like putting their energy towards tech as opposed to taking over the yeah. Asian continent. So he left in the late forties and then he came back in the seventies. And it was yeah. like- Well, he probably left idea. earlier than that. He was fighting throughout that area and shit like that. Whoa. Imagine that. There you go. You're Pretty coming crazy. back to the free the nipple campaign hey, and you're a conservative <laughs> Japanese man. One other thing that's funny is because obviously the war was over for like 20 years after. He was out here just fucking hunting villages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just people like farmers. They were just chilling, trying to grow their crops. This crazy ass Japanese dude comes out with a fucking submachine gun or like a, or like a spear or some shit and just slaughters them. For sure, you know that if he didn't get caught and like the whole thing was explained, that would become like a cautionary tale. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't go out night or the Japanese man might come <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, well, That's not real. How did, he, how did he never run out of ammo? Well, he probably made weapons. Uh, oh. He didn't have a submachine gun 20 years later. He had like a spear or like a bow and arrow or some shit. It makes you think, imagine if you were just on like an island and you're thinking like, shit, I've got to fucking like make weapons, all this kind of stuff, like hunt for food. And you realize, like, you, you know, you want to stay near your beach because that's where all your shit is. Yeah. So you can only explore so much. Imagine if you found out like after being there for six months, if you just walked a little bit further, there's the Maui resort. Anyway, guys, thanks for chilling with us. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, um, we're going to see you guys next week. Check out Thank the talks, the Instagram, everything else. Get around us, lads. Fuck yeah. Thank you.